Never mix your work and personal life, Kira Summers thought, knowing this to be true more than most. As the slim woman sat in her tiny but well-organized Los Angeles apartment overlooking the Echo Park Lake, she scanned the notes of her latest case, recalling the events that led her to this situation. Kira once had a promising career with the FBI. Recruited straight out of college and excelling in her studies, she threw herself into training at the academy in Quantico and emerged a fully qualified agent, quickly gaining respect in the field amongst her peers. But her career had taken a sudden turn. A turn she would never forget one from which she would never recover. Now, Kira worked as a high-end private detective, a consultant to anyone that could use her skills. A brilliant criminal investigator, she was regularly hired by the LAPD and local businesses to investigate anything from grand larceny to industrial espionage. She was good at what she did, and people were happy to pay handsomely for her skills. Which is why, when she thumbed through the file on the desk, Kira felt a familiar headache growing. She brushed a lock of wavy auburn hair back behind her ear. Idiot, she mumbled, scanning the bank statement. Local industrialist Hugo Town had recruited Kira for a very special case, a case that, he assured her, was a total mystery. But the only mystery Kira could see was how the man could be so blind. Funds had been going missing from Hugo's personal bank account, and despite changing his passwords and canceling his cards, they continued to disappear in the hundreds, if not thousands a cool $1,545 in the most recent incident. It wasn't that Hugo couldn't afford the losses. He was a wealthy man. Instead, he had brought her the case on principle, a principle of wounded pride. But Hugo hadn't been telling the truth, and as Kira scanned his bank statements and card records, the answer became obvious. Every couple of weeks, Hugo would visit Las Vegas on business. A couple of days later, he would return with a hole in his bank account and questions to be answered. Unfortunately, it was a classic scam. A high-end prostitute was the most likely culprit, Kira reflected. They'd spend a night with the mark, in this case Hugo, as per the agreement. But as the man slept, the woman would rifle through his wallet and remove his cards, either scanning the magnetic strip herself or passing it off to another party, perhaps a hotel worker as an accomplice. Cloning the details would take less than five minutes, and within ten, the card would be back in his wallet and everything would appear normal. The crooks were smart, too, only spending relatively small amounts and always when Hugo was in town himself, so the withdrawals appeared genuine. All things considered, the case appeared quite simple. The hard part would be explaining it to Hugo himself, a married man of 20 years. How do you tell a millionaire businessman that the hookers he uses are stealing his money? Kira rubbed at her temples and was almost relieved when her cell phone rang, a welcome distraction. Summers, she answered tersely. Morning, sunshine, the voice on the other end chirped. James, please tell me you have something interesting. I have something interesting, very interesting. Oh, thank God, Kira mumbled. She scanned the mountain of paperwork and the notes for the meeting with Hugo Town. It would take hours to sift through all the documents and receipts for him, and the conversation would have to be carefully planned if she ever wanted to work for his company again. Even then, it would still be a difficult discussion. Sighing, she pushed the folder to the back of the desk and pressed the phone to her ear. So, what have you got, James? Because right now a cat stuck up in a tree is a more appealing case than the case I'm working. Oh, I promise you'll like this one. Kira stood, intrigued. She straightened her jacket, part of a gray pantsuit that was on the fashionable side of professional, and teased her unruly hair back into place. The mass of curls was tied back in a loose ponytail, framing her slim face and sharp brown eyes. So spill it, man. What's going on? Oh, no, James Winter said. 
This one is big. You'll have to see it in person. The body lay face down in the dumpster, apparently dropped unceremoniously into the trash receptacle recently. He was also topless and carried several nasty-looking burns across his back. In fact, if not for the unique markings across his skin, this case may have been resigned to another Los Angeles gang killing. But something about the tattoos seemed familiar, and as Kira stood, surrounded by crime scene police and snapping cameras, realization dawned on her. Holy crap, is that who I think it is?